scratching at the greatest of pretenders. Dexter, won't you hear us? Scratching at the surface. No sympathy for murderers who hurted us and watched us. Told us you are not just. Stop being obnoxious. Tone down. Blend in. You stand out. Looking for the life now. Right now. Later is a fantasy. A casualty of time. Cause it never waits. You want the glory? Don't hesitate. Um, in the interview, we're here with the wonderful, wonderful Boog Brown uh, from my hometown, of course, Detroit. What up, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Too wonderful. Yeah. That is, that is, that is. That off, huh? That's right. That's right. The wonderful, wonderful <laughs> lover. Yes, wonderful Boog Brown. Um, what's up, man? How you, how you feeling with the new album coming out, Late Broom? What? What you call it? Oh, I thought you said Late Oh, like, boom, like, yes, boom. okay. No, I, I feel great about it. I'm really excited. It's something that I love. It's a uh, project that I feel passionate about. Um, shit, it's awesome. <laughs> and the art is awesome, and all of that shit is awesome. So. Like, what inspired you for the title? Like, why, like, why the late boomer? Because uh, I am a late bloomer of sorts. You know what I mean? Some, you know, some people know exactly what they want to do when they grow up. I had no idea. I didn't start rapping until I was 23, 24, something like that. So, I'm not much older than that. <laughs> that was slick. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, very much older than that, but in, with regard to even you choosing that as a career and even being better than I was when I started and like growing in the craft doing the knowledge on the history of it you know i'm a late bloomer when it comes to that and with a lot of things in life you know what i'm saying like i don't and i don't mind i wouldn't want to be 25 again be paid like a million bucks because i feel 10 times better than i felt yeah. ever and then you know the first the first project was cool and you know it did what it did and i appreciate it and i love it and all that shit. but this is now something that I can say that I've made with my own two hands. You know what I mean? And it's the best effort that I could have ever had and ever done. Shit. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it, but it came so late, like people were like, Man, you don't put out another album, you don't put out another project, what a mixtape man. First of all, I don't do mixtapes anymore. <laughs> if I'm gonna work that hard on a body or something, it's either gonna right. be an EP or an album, right? And then second, I'm not going to, um, I'm not gonna rush shit, you know what I mean? I don't believe in that. I don't believe in having 75 albums and only if you put them together do they sound like one cohesive project or one dope-ass joint. Like, what's the point of having a thousand things out if it's not quality? No point. So, I'm gonna take my time and I'm gonna bloom whenever I do, whenever I choose to. And, um, yeah, that's essentially the gist behind it. It's like, and being comfortable with who I am, I like the person I'm becoming. So, so you say becoming, you don't feel like you kind of, kind of there yet. I'm almost yeah. there. Yeah. I think you know what I mean. But I, there is a level of success that I'm working towards. There are, you know, with age and we always well people that I hang out with, I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, the people and the artists that I work with and know, we all have, we set our goals, and then we push to that goal, and then we set the line further, and then we push to another goal. So yes, I'm always, I'm hoping to never be 
who I'm, you know what I mean, completely. Right, right. Complete. I'm hoping that, you know, I can continue to grow. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us. Where is uh, Late Bloom? Where can uh, they get that from? You can get it from me because it's not online yet. I'm not going to put it online as yet. Okay. I do have physical copies though, so you can come to the show and get it. Or you can go to the Late Bloom one dot bandcamp dot com. The Late Bloom one dot bandcamp dot com. Um, so like a lot of people watching would actually be um, coming familiar with you, you know, for the first time. Like, kind of tell people, how did you get started rapping? Like, you say you started at 23, so kind of kind of give us a little bit of the backstory. So, um, y'all know Invincible, right? You know Invincible. Yeah. Okay, so sweet. So, exactly. That's shit, yo. That's shit. So, um, when I was in college, I hung out with this crew, right? They was called the Devil Empty Crew, and these was just my homeboys. So we would sit. We were in a poetry group called the Poetry Society at Eastern Michigan University. And so we would hang out at my house and, you know, have a couple cocktails, eat some dinner or something like that. And then like, or not, you know what I mean? But we'd always have crunch time where we take 15 minutes, pick a topic, write, and then share it. And those ended up turning into freestyle sessions. Now, mind you, I couldn't freestyle shit, like, bad, like super bad. But then one day, I actually was on it, and so I just jumped in the cypher and I progressively got better. But as far as writing songs and actually being a decent freestyler, Invincible, like we were riding to New York and like she would just throw me words. Like anytime she see me and we would, we would be chilling and it would be appropriate, we would just spit mm -hmm. and she would just throw me words and like just try to keep my mind sharp. And like we talked, I mean I studied, I studied. And you know, of course, I got friends like, you know, Big Tone and Tarak and, you know, all these fucking amazing ass artists in Detroit. Like, how could I not study all these people around me? I'm Mara Barnes, like, you know, I was fortunate enough to have my teachers close at hand. I didn't even realize I was studying at this point, but I didn't get serious about rapping until I moved to Atlanta. What changed when you got here? Um. I met this cat named Illustrate, who taught me how to uh, project in front of a microphone. Um, told me I was whack when I needed to hear that I was whack. Um, he was also one of the illest producers that walk in this earth. So, you know what I mean? It was, and then we became friends. So, I have plenty of teachers. So like, you know, with him, it was like, he had a studio at the house. Dope as hell on the beat. I had no choice but to do it, and I was like, you know what? I can really work this busted ass job. I could stay in this old dumbass Everest Institute class, or I could really put some energy and effort into being a better artist. Right. Yeah. So that's what happened. So how do you feel about your place within Atlanta? Because you're obviously not a southern rapper. So how, <laughs> see, okay, so how can you say it like that? Like, how do you feel about your place within Southern rappers? Um, I don't put myself in a place within anybody's confines. So I go ahead and do what I do. It's well known that I'm from Detroit. I spit like a, a Detroit MC. I, I right. spit like, I sound like my hometown because that's where I studied and that's where I, what I love. No diss, you know what I mean? Right. Because, you know, by all standards, you could say clandestine are southern hip is southern hip hop, just considering where geographically where we are. But 
they don't sound like that though you know what i mean that's kind like, of what i meant yeah it's kind of yeah right. i think it's i think you find your influences and then you take and you expand upon that and you go from where your mindset is so since my mind is not in no nobody's box and nobody's placement then i sound like a person having experiences in writing Speaking of Illustrate, um, producer, how does it feel working with him compared to working with like 14KT and Apollo Brown, like other Detroit, big Detroit producers, you know? Apollo and I didn't really talk like that. We like kind of, it was more kind of text, kind of telephone, kind of internet. So I didn't really know him, but KT's been my homeboy for years. So, you know what I mean? Like, it was like working with him is very much like working with Illustrate because these are my friends and these are people that I respect that I'm a fan of first. So it makes me come to the table with my A-game as opposed to, you know, being like, oh, this my nigga, so we about to get on these beats and I'm gonna see you in the lab <laughs> and be on some bullshit. I'm not, I'm not here to waste anybody's time because I respect what they do. So working with them was like awesome for me. Like, I don't know how they felt, but <laughs> I mean, I guess the music will tell you. How, how it's felt. I would love to get back in the studio. I haven't been in the lab actually with KT since I did my very, very first joint called Extended Play that nobody, I hope, has ever heard. <laughs> because this shit is super whack. Only because as a beginning writer, like trying to one rap a whole bunch of words in a small space and then also not understanding my voice or how to use by you being from Detroit, is there any other MCs that I guess inspire you or just kind of help craft your style coming up? As you once used to, besides Invincible and Marv One and who else? Dilla, Dilla yeah, Dilla, like Dilla, 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 <laughs> and Dilla. Um, no, but like Slum is like Slum might be like one of the reasons why I try to make sure that I don't rap the same over every beat. There's no like, I'm hoping that I don't have a pattern or a go-to style. Like I'm hoping that it comes across that if I've written to this song and you're hearing it now, I've written at least three or four verses to it and this one is the one that sounds the best. Or I've patterned out in my head at least four or five times like how I can say this without saying this, you know what I mean? Like, so with Slum, I always, I was always entertained. I was always challenged. Um, let's see, Ekundayo, I don't know if you guys know him, he's a local artist, he'll be here tonight as well. Um, his patterns, I'm inspired by the way he's able to keep me interested in listening to the rest of the song. And um, <laughs> Joe D, the producer I was telling y'all about that's working on the label on, that motherfucker is out cold. He's also one of those people. Like, I want to be, I want to be challenged to want to actually listen to, you know, the songs and shit. Like, I listen to local artists. Like, you can't tell me that Yamin is not one of the dopest MCs out. You can't, and I'm not saying that because that nigga sick and close by. <laughs> I'm saying it because, like, when I first got here and I wasn't really as confident, I would see clandestine. And I would be like, shit, that motherfucker Oh, fuck, that Oh, you know what I mean? Like, and just be completely inspired and re-inspired and re-inspired. Like, with every project, with every new thing I hear, I'm continually inspired by these people. I'm more inspired by my peers 
than any of these niggas spitting like with long bread, you know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, my local my local family inspires me more than really anybody. I mean, of course to rock, because that nigga is just a beast on the boards and with the with the uh, with the lyrics and big tall, so fucking slept on. So slept on, but if you ever listen to like what he's saying and the way he says it, I mean I've, there's a lot of people I'm inspired by, but those to name them. Yeah. Yeah. Put a lot of thought into your work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you should. No, I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Listen, you think for Because, you know, we have a lot of people that follow us, right? Right. That aspiring rappers, producers, et cetera, et cetera, that think yeah. they could just get behind a mic yeah. and do some shit. They don't hear people often saying yeah. that, you know, I sit down and I think about what I want to do and I think that's dope that for those that watch us that want to do something that they're actually hearing somebody that we fuck with saying that I don't just get behind a mic or I just don't pick up a pen and just start writing shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I want you to listen to the song and then I want you to listen to it again and then I want you to listen to it that third time and be like, oh fuck, she said that? Right. <laughs> that's what I want. Because that's how I feel when I hear something that I'm inspired by. I might listen to that shit 20 times and then not hear it again for months and be like, oh, that's what they said. You know what I mean? That's the kind of, that's how you build a fan base. That's how you build a legacy. That's how you make your shit have legs. That's why people around the world fuck with you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you were talking about labels and also talking about not being put into a box. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you about a term that seems to be getting really popular. Because <laughs> I've never understood the term. I don't use the term. I hate the term. I hate it. So I, I, but I've never been able to ask another female MC how she feels about them. Because I hate And I hate that yeah. shit. Because yeah, people like ask me, who's your favorite Femme MC? Yeah. And I never answer. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what that means. Yeah, yeah. You do. An MC, an MC is an MC, MC to me. Yeah. So, yeah. But go ahead. I just yeah. wanted to see what you, what you thought. Okay. You said it. That's exactly how I feel. Okay. I'm like, you know. Steady calling me a fancy, and you know I'm never empty. Keep the move, please. No, I'm like split, right? So I hate that shit because it's like I don't ever hear somebody say Big Daddy Kane is dope for a male, male MC. Right, right, right. So it's exactly. like either you yeah. are or you aren't, and if you aren't, then don't call yourself an MC. And bitches, if you want to like be accepted in a situation, you cannot isolate yourself from said situation yeah, right. and then still wanna be like, oh, I'm equal, I'm equal, I'm equal. No, either you are or you aren't. Not you, I don't, that's why I be straying away from doing like, I'm all for female empowerment. I love my vagina. I love being a woman. It's it's really great, for especially for me. You know what I mean? Everything's, I'm a woman, I know it and it's awesome. But I don't, when I'm on the mic, I am a, I am an MC, I'm a performer, I am an entertainer. When I'm pen to pad, I am a writer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this has nothing to do with my gender. This has to do with the fact that I'm great at it. I know that I'm great at it. And I will not let you minimalize that by saying, damn, she's dope for a girl. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. I think that is a cop out. I think most of the time it's some old bum ass nigga who can't rap for shit, mad because. I can rap better than you. You don't have to get over that. <laughs> like it's safe to say like you're an indie or any artist, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so like how do you feel about being in that indie world? Do you have aspirations to be in the mainstream or are you just cool with being like indie? Uh, 
I'm cool with being successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of labeling going around. Mm -hmm. I am content with being indie art. I'm content with being a touring artist. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, that's where you make your bread anyway. Right. Like, doing the tour is like, with iTunes and Amazon or whomever, you still have to pay to have your music distributed. You still have to come out of pocket for certain things. Indie in regards to, I want my bread to come directly to me. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I'm not saying I'm not mad at money at all. I'm not even mad at mainstream. The only mainstream issue I have is the fact that there is no balance. Right. That's my only issue. Yeah. I'll need everybody to eat because if everybody's eating, then nobody's hungry. Every time you leave and make it hard for me to think, I want to spend my life with ISIS and Osiris, husband and wife. This is a love story.